From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. The operation to rescue 33 trapped miners in Chile should start within the next few hours. Our story's coming up. Also ahead, nightlife returns to Baghdad, and an American singer translates the European tradition of cabaret music through his myriad influences. I think uh, a lot of Sid and Marty Croft, a lot of H.R. Puff and stuff, and uh, Sigmund and Sea Monsters. Kurt Weill and, and early uh, German cabaret, but also later people like Tom Waits and Laurie Anderson. First, though, this news. BBC News with Stuart McIntosh. The operation to rescue the 33 miners in Chile who've been trapped underground for two months is expected to start within the next few hours, well ahead of schedule. The trapped men will be brought to the surface one at a time in a special capsule, wearing oxygen masks and belts that monitor their vital signs. James Menendez is at the head of the mine. There are now just hours to go before the operation to winch the miners gets underway. The mining minister, Lawrence Goldborn, would not say exactly when it would begin, only that it would be in the last six hours of Tuesday. Until then, there'll be further testing of the pulley system that will bring the rescue capsule to the surface. And in the next few hours, the president of Chile, Sebastián Piñera, will also come up to the mine to watch the rescue. The Bolivian president, Evo Morales, is expected here too to meet the one Bolivian miner who was trapped with the group more than two months ago. And since James Menendez made that report, the Chilean president, Sebastián Piñera, has actually arrived at the mine to watch the rescue operation. Police and trade unions in France say a nationwide protest against changes to the state pension system was the biggest there's been since the demonstrations began earlier this month. Union officials say three and a half million people took part, while the police gave a figure of 1.2 million. This was the fourth in a series of protests described by the Prime Minister François Fillon as irresponsible. Rail and air services were heavily disrupted and the Eiffel Tower in Paris was forced to close. The American government has lifted a ban on deepwater drilling in the Gulf of Mexico. With more details, Adam Brooks reports from Washington. The ban on deepwater drilling was imposed in April. It followed the explosion on the Deepwater Horizon oil rig, which killed 11 people and allowed vast quantities of crude oil to leak from the seabed into the waters of the Gulf of Mexico. The Interior Secretary, Ken Salazar, said that significant progress had been made in reducing the risks associated with deepwater drilling, and he said oil companies would have to demonstrate that they could comply with new, stricter safety standards. The administration's been under pressure to lift the deepwater drilling ban both from oil companies and from local politicians who say the local economy is suffering. The Sudanese president Omar al-Bashir has said continued unity is the only option for his country. Southern Sudanese are due to vote in January in a referendum on independence as part of the peace deal that ended a long civil war. Mr al-Bashir told Parliament that although he was committed to that referendum, he believed the South would be more stable and prosperous if it stayed unified with the North. The BBC correspondent in Khartoum says growing tensions in Sudan are causing international concern about a possible return to violence. Officials in Afghanistan say eight people are believed to have been killed when a cargo plane crashed into a mountain east of the capital, Kabul. They say the plane was flying to Kabul from the Bagram military base north of the capital. This is the BBC News. 
The head of fine arts for the Egyptian government has been found guilty of negligence over the theft of a Van Gogh painting from a museum in Cairo. He was among 11 people sentenced to three years in prison for security lapses. John Lyne reports from the Egyptian capital. The Van Gogh painting Poppy Flowers was stolen in August in broad daylight from the Mahmoud Khalil Museum in Cairo. It was cut out of its frame and has still not been recovered. It soon emerged that surveillance cameras were not working. The museum had reduced the number of guards and the alarms attached to each painting in the museum were also not working. Now, according to the Egyptian state news agency MENA, the head of the Culture Ministry Fine Arts section, the museum director and nine other officials have been convicted of negligence and sentenced to three years in prison. A court in London has delayed until Wednesday a judgment with implications for the future of Liverpool...